0: Bitches shaking the table. What's up everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of Shaking the Table. Um, For all my listeners out there this is a very personal episode for me um, and I'm going to be revealing some things about how I've been personally feeling like um, I know you all really connect with when I talk about my mental health and what I'm experiencing and so I'm going to be saying something that I know some of y'all are not going to like (laughs) about my podcast journey, but I have to be honest with where I am. So with that being said, I wanted to introduce um, a hand-selected guest because I wanted to find someone who is a professional and somewhat of an expert in this topic, okay? So I have Dr. Tiffany Anderson from Crown Therapy, and I will let her introduce herself. We'll be talking about burnout, y'all. And I know Dr. Anderson got stuff. She said, call it Tiffany, but I, I put some respect on her name to say doctor, because <laughs> she earned it. Yes,
1: ma'am. I appreciate you, babe. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm super excited. And this is, like you said, um, an important topic to talk about because a lot of us are experiencing it and we can't minimize the effects that it has had on our mental health, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm Dr. Tiffany Anderson. Um, I am a proud Black mental health professional. Um, I am based in Baltimore, Maryland, and I specialize in working with individuals, couples, and families. Um, I am the founder of Crown Therapy LLC, which was created to kind of cultivate this light field community that supports mental and spiritual growth. Um, my mission is to ensure that my clients are seen, heard, and valued um, as we dismantle generational traumas. Uh, foster spiritual awareness, and empower our self identity. Thank you again for having me.
0: Absolutely. Um, And so I definitely think that uh, we need, and then people say this all the time, but we need more black mental health professionals. I cannot stress this enough. If you don't have you a black therapist, y'all, I don't think y'all doing therapy, right? Because it's kind of like when I walk into the dentist's office, and I know that my dentist is black. It makes me feel good when yeah. I walk in and I and I know my therapy session is going to be um, with someone who looks like me and can understand my isms is what I call it my isms because mm. sometimes I say things and it doesn't directly translate into English because you know we got our own little vernacular yes. and I don't want to have mm. to explain on top of explaining so thank you for what you do and thank you to all the black mental health professionals out there we need y'all yes mm. keep showing I receive up. it I receive it thank <laughs> you showing up showing because yeah. child we ain't even showing up for ourselves and y'all showing up for us ain't that mm. something Ooh, mm. like this one my brow
1: yes and as support and as people in you know in places of support we must show up for ourselves as Mm -hmm. well you know um -hmm. yeah but we'll talk more into that I just I just want to say that you know as we show up for
0: others we need to show up for ourselves amen to that because I I have been experiencing something um called burnout and I have been burning out I didn't even know that my burnout is like a slow, like mm. distant flame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. I am waving the white flag. And yeah. as I'm waving the white flag, I have my, in one hand, I have my other hand holding up me waving the white flag. Like mm. we need help, but yeah, we might yeah. be Um, And so <laughs> I wanted to kind of talk about burnout because I've I've hit the pandemic wall at this point. Um, So, so three, for me, three main um, signs that I was burning out was the fact that I was consistently exhausted. Yep. I, um, people say it's cynicism, but for me, I'm just more so on, along the lines of like, I just don't feel connected to it. So I guess that's kind of the same on mm. along the same lines and then feeling like I am operating at a low battery and then charging that low battery to like 40% mm. and then burning it down and then charging it back to like 30% and then burning it down. And mm. so, um, and I, and before I was like, oh, it's just with work, which I understand because million and one zoom call we got 50 11 zoom meetings we got (laughs) and i work for the news so we have like Mm. death and we have coronavirus and we have Mm. all these things coming up and it's like okay you know that's exhausting but at least you have other things right so you're like all right i can read a book i can watch tv i can meditate i could see a friend you know i was really at the beginning of the pandemic i was really finding things to take up the time Mm -hmm. but then we hit like a a a a valley in like <laughs> october because it started mm-hmm. to get cold so you can't right. go inside right. and the cases were at an all-time high deaths were at an all-time high yeah. and so and this was before we were even talking about vaccines or whatever mm-hmm. and i think since then we it's just been like i've been inconsolable there's not not even going to read us <laughs> this helped mm-hmm. me and yeah. i expressed that to um my therapist at the time. Um and I mean that was just a disconnect. She was working, but I think as I've grown, I realized that I need different things and it just wasn't a good fit. So best yeah. of luck to her. But um at that time I was like, I just get to a point where I am shell up. Like I don't want to talk about what I'm going. So we were sitting in therapy just looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And Mm. it was like, I I know, good thing I wasn't parents for it. Shout out to my job. But (laughs) uh, yeah, like I was just, she would ask me how my day was going. I would think of the best parts. Mm. I would think of ways that I improved for the day. It was almost like I was, that was my fourth job. Mm. Um, And I was like trying to impress my boss of like, look at all the things that I've learned and I've done. And I saw like healing and taking time for myself as another job. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was like, not only am I burning out at work,
1: <laughs> child, mm.
0: I have burned out of therapy. Yeah.
1: I love that you provided that perspective. Oof. Wow. As a therapist, like to hear that, it's like, whoa. <laughs> because there is a power dynamic in the room. And there right? And so <laughs> it is that idea of, hmm, like you said, I'm trying to show you the good parts of me, right? <sighs> yeah right, and like I'm showing up as my best representation at all times where that's not therapy, right, like if you can't show up in all your glory and all your brokenness, that's not therapy mm. that's not therapy, and so i I love that you shared that with us because um there's folks that need to hear that you don't have to show up like that, like indeed, mm. you know you're wasting your time you know for low maybe not your money right but like your time (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) but your time you're wasting your time and again this isn't intentional you're doing the best you could at the time but I also think that was a part of your survival right Mm. because a lot of times it may have been too much to address how you were feeling in that moment so something else showed up for you
0: yes oh yeah you're understanding yeah it's just yeah. and I think that that is a key example of what burnout actually is because people always say you know what does it look like? It looks yeah. like trying to um mm. do a full face of makeup, but you mm. like sloppy drunk, right? Yes. So, so you got your eyeliner hanging off and you try a quick fix it, your lash hanging oh. off the side, but you're trying to make sure nobody notice it in the in the yes. Instagram. Like yes. it's just trying to present as your best self, but consistently missing the mark.
1: Right. Because you know. It's not true, right? Even if the world doesn't know, Mm. even if the world doesn't know, you know it's false and it's persona that is not yours, right? And that Mm -hmm. is also what causes that burnout, right? Because you're showing up as, it's more exhausting to show up as someone you're not than to simply show up as yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And so that is a part of the exhaustion when I'm constantly smiling and I want to cry and I want to break. That is a part of burnout. I remember um, my grandfather had just passed away and I went to, um, I had training and I showed up, I put on makeup and all this stuff. And I remember this, my colleague or something said, oh, you look so pretty today. Like what's the occasion? And I said, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to look how I want to feel. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like <what's laughs> Right. Okay? You know, like, I, you know, and so it just came out because that was my truth. But she couldn't tell, right? She, you know, she didn't know. And so I just remember I made it about five to 10 minutes to that training. I ran in that bathroom and was like, I'm done. I'm done. It's not enough makeup in this world that can conceal how I feel. Oof. Right. And so we do it all the time. But a lot of times it breaks through, and that's the burnout that shows up even when you're trying to suppress it and push it down. It you you can't you can't run from it, and oftentimes it's too late. By the time it shows up in that way, mm-hmm. you're so far gone, right? Like you're so down. Um, and that's why we say like our you know we may not need to take a break, but our bodies will force us to sit down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. They will, and for me, I always can spot like the moment before it gets bad. And by mm-hmm. that like you said, by that point, it's too late we're already like the avalanche is already coming. So either yeah. I'm like, you got to get out of the way or you just let it happen. And mm-hmm. there was a time it was it 2019, I think, I just let it happen. Like I was just mm-hmm. collapsing and I just let myself collapse. Yeah. And that was like... It, it got to a point where I was like, okay, this is like an issue. But at that point, I was like, where do you even start? Like when things get so bad that you're like, where do I even go from here? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I always make it a point to tell my story, because like, I don't think I think people just see the outward. I am a perfectionist. I am a person who comes across like for the most part, I have it all together. And so people Mm -hmm. think like, oh, you know, you're managing your job with a podcast and then you have a business on the side. But they don't see the burnout. They don't see the inconsistencies. They don't see me stressing to the point where I'm not sleeping for three days in a row and I need to go to the hospital because they're like, what's wrong with your brain that you're not sleeping? Like, why won't it turn off? And that is classic perfectionism that's classic being type a needing control and so i definitely was like let me come on here and just tell people what is happening Mm. um and hopes that you know someone else is also experiencing this but just doesn't have the words or doesn't have this space and opportunity to tell somebody because i tell people all the time and what they do is they give me advice that's shitty (laughs) like Mm. people will be like oh you know go take a walk or, oh, take a vacation, but it's like, you're not understanding that when I get back from the vacation, I'm back into the problems. Like, me going to Cabo is not going to solve, <laughs> I mean, it may solve something, right? But it ain't going to solve me feeling less than or me feeling like I have mm. to compete against myself or me feeling like my inner saboteur is just ruining everything. Like, that mm. doesn't, when you when you travel or when you leave of a city or place, your problems go with you if you don't solve them. Like, yeah. I need people to hear that and understand yeah. that you could go to you can literally move from Maryland to New York to L.A. to Boston to where and them problems going to be right in that luggage with you. Y'all ever heard yeah. that lady? Yeah. Her problem was <laughs> right behind her like a shadow in the night, mm-hmm. child. So, yes, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people um, are really starting to see that during the pandemic. But I wanted to speak for those of us who've been seeing it before. Um, but for you, like as a therapist, um, you know, how have you seen the pandemic change our mental health or the way that people have been showing up to your sessions? Mm,
1: in various ways, in various ways. Um, uh, I, I want to um say what uh, burnout is. Um, uh, And so when folks are like thinking about it, like what is burnout, right? Like we've mm-hmm. talked about it, you know, in personal experiences, right? But like when we're thinking about burnout, we're thinking about, A state of emotional, physical, or mental exhaustion, similar to what you were talking about, right? Caused by excessive and prolonged stress. Um, And, you know, it can occur when you feel like overwhelmed or emotionally drained uh, or unable to meet those constant demands and expectations. Everything you were talking about. And so, um, in regards to the pandemic and how folks are showing up um yeah i i have seen um a ver- variety of um just mm, lived experiences you know mm-hmm. um some are um just overwhelmed with the state of the world um, the state of the Black community, the state of police brutality, right? Like just overwhelmed with what is going on um, that is outside of what, you know, our sense of control, right? Um, and so that is just, um, that burnout looks like defeat for some, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some, um are just looking for a different way of being now that they were forced to kind of sit down um, and process their their thoughts and what has been happening for years that they haven't had time to process, um, where they're finally like, okay, I'm gonna do this therapy thing because I can't run anymore.
0: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't run, I can't go to work, right? I can't meet all these, I, I'm forced to sit still and I don't know what to do. With this time or uh mentally and emotionally of what's coming up for me. Yeah. Um what we're seeing also um are uh folks that are married or in you know relationships that are forced to be together all the
0: time. Oh yeah, I can't imagine. Yes,
1: yeah, that are forced to be together all the time. And so in one way they were able to run and ignore. Uh, issues within the relationship and now that they they can't because they're there (laughs) and they can't (laughs) go anywhere and so I'm getting a lot of calls for marriage counseling or relationship counseling or whatever um where folks are just like I need to we need to figure this out um because we we can no longer hide from each other you know and, and we're forced to be um And, and then you have those, like, like you love career stuff, burnout, um, exhaustion, being, feeling overwhelmed, anxious, Mm -hmm. right. Every day, not, you know, everyday stuff, but it's heightened. And I want to normalize that for a lot of folk that this is not normal. (laughs) What we're experiencing, this is not normal. And I don't you know want us to feel as if okay well, I should be used to this it's been a year no no you we've had to create an entirely new sense of self in the world and identity and health and all of it and all of it in a matter of hours when yeah. it hit. right i was teaching in person spring break hit i never returned that was last march mm-hmm. Never returned. Never saw those students again. Right? That's how quickly life happened. So I, I want I, I I want us to understand that it is okay to still feel out of whack and still struggle with creating normalcy. And I and I think with this society, the expectation is that we just come on. What are you doing? Like let's go. We're moving. And it's like give us a time to just adjust. What mm-hmm. is happening? What is this? And we still don't have answers. <laughs> and we still don't know. Right. Right. And so yeah, I I want I want us to give ourselves some compassion, some self compassion and some grace with trying to figure it out and taking our time with um understanding that it's not going to happen, you know maybe in the time frame that not even that we expect but that society expects. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um and so, you know, folks are dealing the best way that they can. Um, but the pandemic um in some ways has allowed us to in many ways has allowed us to sit down and to process our thoughts. Um and where we are mentally and emotionally and spiritually. But in the same way, it has forced us to kind of do something about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it's not we're not comfortable in that space. So that is where a lot of the influx of calls are coming in, like, I I need to figure this out. I don't this doesn't feel good um, because we recognize how long we've neglected ourselves. Um, for the demands of the world and of work and career of everyone else. And we're finally forced to face ourselves. And I
0: think that's the tough part for me. That's when it got weird for me. It was like before I was going, 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 yeah. going, going. And then the day that I like everything shut down and I had that first month of month, March to process, I was yeah. like losing yeah. it. Because everything was hitting at once. Like I was noticing holes in so many areas of my life. And it was almost like I had finally gotten glasses for the first time. And I was like seeing Mm. everything so clearly, but to the point of like, oh my gosh, what? Like, how did I not (laughs) see that before? How did I not notice this hole in this friendship or this um, dating situation or this family Mm. problem? Like how everything was like under a microscope at that point because you're just sitting at home and you're Mm -hmm. like oh my god I need to fix all these things and then June hit and I was like look I need somebody to help me because this is too much work I need to figure out where we're going like how does this look for me and then it worked in the beginning but as the burnout started to hit I was like this isn't working because now I'm lying to you Mm. and it's not fair to you because there are people who actually want your help there's a difference between needing help and wanting yeah. it i i had a in the beginning i had a desire mm. and a need both of those things were present but as time went on mm. i only had the need so the the passion wasn't there wasn't like it's weird to say passion about there mm. but i mean like the 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 the, the desire to show yeah. up and just not care like she was like you've i've, I've been your mm. therapist for nine months you haven't cried you haven't gotten past the threshold. Like I asked oh. you about an issue. We talked about it for three minutes and then we move on to something else. She was like, do you understand that you don't allow yourself to fully express an experience? And she was like, because um, she, she she's a podcast listener. She listened to it and she was like, yeah, because I told her to. I was like, yeah, I was talking about this. And she was like, you got into talking about your mental health and then you immediately allowed the guest to start talking about theirs. You didn't process anything. You didn't say how you move forward. You didn't mm-hmm. allow yourself to sit in a feeling. You just went to front to the next thing. And she's like, how often do you do that? Because you mm-hmm. do that here and you don't have to. And that's when I noticed it was a problem. Wow. It's like we wow. we we put our toe, we, we put our toe in the water and then we'd be like, mm, I'm gonna do something. Right. Else. <laughs> yeah. Mm, so and that's when I knew. That that's when I knew that it was a problem. And so I I'm now at a point where, um, and again, this is the part that my listeners don't like that I'm like, do I want to continue podcasting? Is this something that is going to? Because I'm burnt out, I hit the wall. My episodes, I'm in the yeah. beginning, I had the need and the desire. I was like, I have a voice, I have a story, I have things to be told. But now we're getting to a point where I've told my stories, and I don't see a change. Anymore, mm-hmm. I don't see a shift in my perspective. If anything, I, I feel myself feeling the same way. I'm listening to some of the episodes where mm-hmm. I really talk about where I am mentally. I'm still there. I, yeah. I didn't unpack anything. Yeah. I didn't, you know, and while I provided that space for other people, I would like it for it to be a reciprocal relationship. I would like to get something out of that. And that's okay to yeah. say it's not selfish of me to want to feel fulfilled by something that I'm doing on the side. and So that's when I was like, Mm -hmm. at this point, Lauren, do we really want to, you got to use the real name now, at this point, Lauren, do you really want to do this (laughs) anymore? And I truly, I don't know, you guys, I really don't think that, I mean, it's not that I would give up podcasting forever. I just get to a point where it's like, once I hit the wall, the wall is it moves from being like a, a place of support and like a brace for me to now being a crutch. Mm. And what if their wall starts mm. to crumble? Cause at this point the paint is chipping. <laughs> the wall is caving mm. in. It got a little hole in the middle. Like it's just, I we're burnt out. So I want to know, do you have any tips and strategies for people looking to recover? How can I, reco- can I recover? I don't even know what to ask you. <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know, again, thank you, you know, for sharing that and uh, being vulnerable. And, you know, I don't um, obviously you don't know your whole story, but um, I know that um, for someone with your background, especially like perfectionism, things like that, where to show up in this way and to show that you don't have it all together is a big thing. Is a really big thing. Um, so, you know, I do want to commend you on that because that's definitely a step forward. Um, and, you know, when you were, you know, talking about that wall and you said it's <laughs> chipping, you know, it's chipping, <laughs> you know, the visual that came to me is like, okay, so, you know, when you have fresh paint, that's when you can come mm-hmm. back. Yeah, that's when you can come back. And you can, Paint the wall again in a different color, if you want, right? With mm-hmm. the extra design. It can look it can look absolutely different and that's okay. I think sometimes we get stuck in the groove and we're like, I'm kind of over this groove. There's nowhere else to go. And it's like, no, change the channel, girl. <laughs> get a new song. Get a new song. Change the groove, you know? Change the groove. Um, and you get to decide when you know, what that would look like. Um, and you find that there's other folks that's looking for a yeah. new groove. Yeah. Yeah, that's looking for a new groove. Um, but you know, going back to tips and you know, going, you know, it it all aligns because um with burnout you get to decide um, when you or you know what that looks like and when you kind of want to jump back in, right? And so Um, identifying those triggers right so well for you when you think about it like what were your triggers in regards to how you knew and you kind of talked Mm -hmm. about that a little bit right well no you already kind of shared that with the exhaustion the disconnect and the low battery girl I'm over here taking notes because that's what I do Um, yes and so you already talked about uh those triggers and how you know and so for folks it's like What's happening? Like, what's triggering that burnout and really getting detailed, right? Because we can be like, oh, well, it's the job, but it's like, is it the work? Is it the time? Is it the people? Is it the, the, you know, is it concerning the demands? Like, is it the money, right? Is it the distance, the cultural environment? Like, what is causing you to feel that burnout? Because it's like, okay, if we can identify some of those changes, in what ways can we um, um, mm-hmm. alter yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like where where do we have that sense of control? because a lot of things a lot of thing, the thing with burnout um, is it's oftentimes attached to a feeling of hopelessness. Yes. yes, and so we want to identify where we, in fact, have some control because we want to shift that feeling of defeat and that I can't get out of this to saying, okay, but where can I change things? Where can I alter them? Like, um, identifying like, does you know this job or this issue bring, similar to the podcast, bring you joy? Does it benefit your life in any way? Mm. Right? These are difficult questions, but they must be asked because, you know, a lot of times we feel like we have to do something but no one told us that we have to do it no one told us that we had to do it no one you know what i mean and so what have you told yourself that you have to do when in fact you do not yeah those are the questions you have to ask yourself and if you find out like shoot this is the expectation i put on myself and I'm not meeting it, drop it, drop it. You can pick it up later or not at all, but you have the autonomy to let it go. Mm. You know, I I had to learn the word no, and I started using (laughs) it a lot. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) no. (laughs) I started using it a lot because if it didn't benefit me low, I didn't do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? I didn't do it if it wasn't a bit. So being a part of this pocket, this is a benefit to me. This is a benefit to you. This is a benefit to your followers. This is something that I love to do. But if I hated it, I would have said no. If it wasn't aligned with my internal passions or gifts or talents, I would have declined for someone else that is aligned with. Mm -hmm. So those triggers what are those expectations that you have on yourself that you need to let go of? Because we think burnout is associated to others when oftentimes we're causing it ourselves.
0: It's me, oh, for sure, it's me. (laughs) It's like that um, the the SpongeBob meme where they're like, uh, when people joke and they'll say like, when I look at my bank account and see who's spending all the money, it's me that's me I'm like when I look at the person that's setting all these expectations that are unrealistic and cannot be met it's me you get into these thoughts and you're like Mm -hmm. yo relax (laughs) like no one said no one said take a break forever they're just saying you know take a month take take two months be more intentional ground yourself think about other things have fun Mm -hmm. and then maybe out of fun that creativity will come back and the, and the passion and desire to have something to say will come back. Right now, you don't have anything to say because you're a fraction of a mm-hmm. person. And that's okay. Just step away.
1: In relationships, we kind of build this culture with each other is like, we take these roles for ourselves in each relationship. And so, you know, if you have a certain role of being the responsible one or the loving one or the supportive one, it's like, when do you have time mm. to switch roles, right? And when do you ever feel comfortable to change the ro- those roles? Because the other person is like, oh, uh, what, are <laughs> what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you don't right. make me feel good. I don't make you feel good, right? So you're not in a position to say, I'm sad today, can you comfort me? Because they're like, we don't do this. <laughs> we don't do this, right? And so... We we just do that. We just do that as people. And so that's a lot of times when we have various friendships because we're like, this is the girlfriend I go for this. This is the girlfriend I go for this. This is, You know, and so my challenge to that is like, what kind of girlfriend are you mm. to yourself? That's my challenge, right? Like, we don't always have to go outside of ourselves to feel at home. this a all so different from you. Right, so we can have those open and honest conversations and those. But I'm not judging you for being human, because I've done it. I see myself mm-hmm. in everyone, right? And so that's that's that thing. And so you know, with therapists and clients, you do want a good fit. And you know, everyone is not your fit. Everyone is not your. Or you hit a bump, or you continue out, and you're like, we we've hit. You know, we've grown as much as we can together, and I'm gonna move on. Um, I've been in that situation. Others have been in that situation, so that's okay too. um, but you know overall, you know uh, like graduate um overall, I love it. <laughs> we're talking about, right um overall, you know, I think the gist of what I was saying is just like, you know, I just want us to get to a place where we are our own best friends, you know um, and you know a lot of that comes with trusting yourself, so a lot of times. You know, when folks are like, oh, well, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. It's like, well, you're almost like we're dealing with a lack of trust within yourself. Because if you trusted yourself, you would trust yourself to make the best decisions yes. for you. So you don't have to pay so much attention to everyone else's. We got it. We're safe mm-hmm. here. We're safe here. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, yeah so I, feel, so I listen, I feel it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, not me getting emotional on <laughs> like, like, like yeah, like the show. I don't like that. I don't like that. I think it's like needing to, and I, me always feeling bad, like needing to take a break from so many areas of my life, but feeling so apologetic about it. What, what am I sorry for? And and I really have, I had these conversations with myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I sorry for? What am I saying sorry for? Because it's oh, like, and I, and I noticed too, when it's bad, when other people feel like they can't express to me that they're burnt out with like our friendship mm-hmm. or they're burnt out with our situation. Like yeah. once I noticed that it was hard for people to come to me and I was like, well, look in the mirror. It's hard mm-hmm. for you to tell them as well. So you're both just kind of coasting along, mm. looking at like looking at each other, kind of like I notice yes. I'm working, but nobody yes. gonna say nothing because we both feel yeah. bad and we both got no, empathy one. and we're like, oh, yep, yep. <laughs> mm. yes, oh, you're not alone. You are not alone.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I've had a lot of friends mm. be like, we <laughs> should we talk about the structure in our friendship? And I'm like, respectfully, I don't have time. I got to work on me. Mm. I, I don't. I don't have time to sit and figure out where we're going wrong because it's like I think we need to figure out individually first. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. I can't I can't go from there. I can't mm-hmm. tell you where we need to restructure if I don't even know where I need to restructure. Like that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Yeah. It's like I'm falling apart. So of course we're going to fall apart because this is a byproduct of who I am. And what I'm trying to contribute, I I ain't got nothing left. I'm showing up to the kitchen counter with nothing. I came to the potluck with spoons and forks from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> I can't help. That's a huge realization, especially when it comes to friendships
1: and dealing with other people, because you have your own expectations of what that should look like, right? So you're like, shit, I'm failing in my life, I'm failing in my friendships, I'm failing in everything, and like you said, going back to the source, you are the source, and it doesn't mean it's all your fault but it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with fault right i think a lot of times we get stuck on like fault and wrong and right and all it's not for me in my opinion right um like i said i do a lot of couples counsel i do it's not about wrong it's not about fault we've all contributed to the breakdown of this Mm. relationship all of us are responsible all of us are responsible And so what is the work that we need to do, like you said, individually to make this work? Yeah, I think it's a beautiful question that your friend asked, but like you said, it's like, I'm not in a place to do that just yet. We can come back, but right now I'm building myself up, you know, and I can be
0: a better friend then, but I have to be a better friend to myself first. I am the priority. Mm And now I'm understanding, to people who didn't show up for me in certain areas of my life. Um, I faulted them for that. But now I'm understanding because now I'm at that wall and the wall is caving in, too. And now I get it. So mm-hmm. I'm eating my words a little bit because I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, I'm able to do three jobs at once. I'm able to work 10 to 7, do readings from 8 to 10, and then go to sleep and wake up. And do it all over. And it's like, no, they have boundaries with themselves and with other people. You don't have any. That's mm-hmm. not something to be proud of. Do you understand? Mm. Like, that's not something for you. Okay, but like, when I spill my tea, I get into it. That's not something for you to be proud of. Yeah. You know, overworking yourself to the point of mental and physical exhaustion is not something to be proud of. That is not an accolade. That's not the star, star, star at the top of your resume when you're in an interview. That's sad. Like, and it's okay to look at yourself and be Mm. like, I need help. Like, if anything, that makes you stronger and better than the people that don't say that sometimes. Because it's like, you're admitting to yourself, the first step is, yo, get it together. And I think that that's where I am now. And that's why I'm like, Mm. we're taking a break. We're not doing podcasting. We're not, like, after this Mm. episode, once we put out the material for that, that's it. Y'all may not hear from me until August, and that's okay. Mm. There'll be other shows. And
1: that's okay. You can follow
0: me on my individual pages. You can send a carrier pigeon to my home. I will send one back. But I <laughs> I can't do it because I'm not fulfilled. You all are also probably not enjoying this because if I'm not showing up, a, it's, it's like watching your favorite show, and you the actors consistently become like dislikable. They're not relatable, they're not funny, the content's not mm. good, it's cheesy. Like, I'm not saying that my stuff is not good because I know we be A1 on shaking the table, but I'm saying that I'm, I have (laughs) to be real and say that like, it's not as good as it could be. It's not as fun as exciting as it is. It's monotonous at some point, like, and I can't be on here talking about positivity and talking about how to build yourself up. If I don't believe that I can't give y'all affirmations that I don't believe Mm -hmm. that's not Mm -hmm. authenticity. And I,
1: and I commend you for calling yourself Mm -hmm. out though right? And being honest with yourself. Do you know how many folks keep going when they don't have it? Yeah. This is huge. This is huge. So this is not a loss. This Oof. is called growth. This is called growth. Because if this was six months ago, you okay. would have still been pushing. Although you were burned, right? So this is called growth. And if August is when you return, your content will be so new and so fresh and so real and so honest, because that's what we need. That's what we need more mm. of. We don't need the same. No, we don't need that. We don't need that. If anything, folks are will be patiently waiting for the new and improved and healed, mm. you know, low or, you know, on the journey of healing, because I think yes. healing is long term, right? But that's that's what we need. That's what we're looking for. And it's a testimony to those that are on a similar journey. Like taking time away can be a beautiful thing. It really can. And so, you know, it, everything happens um absolutely for a reason. I think we talked about our alignment, this show, this conversation, this you know, the confirmation that this, that's okay this is okay. And I don't know if you need it to hear someone say it, but girl, you will be okay. (laughs) Yes. Your, your, you know, your audience, your community will be okay. Um, But they need, you're an example to them of what taking a break looks like and what honoring Mm. yourself looks like. We need more of this. Yeah. So this is not a loss or a failure of any kind, right? This is a beautiful thing. It really is. It really is. And, you know, I just want to encourage everyone. It's like, take that break. Take that leave. Take that time off. Like, do what you need to do for yourself. Because I promise you, no one's going to do it for you. They're not going to do it for you. As a therapist, I do this every day. Talk to folks about honoring themselves. And a lot of times giving them permission to do it because they just want to hear Dr. Anderson, just girl, mm. take that time off, girl, do what you need to do. You know, young men, King, go ahead, go ahead, do what you need to do for yourself because it's your responsibility. And guess what, Lo, when you don't, what happens? Everyone's pointing at you mm. to have done yeah. it. Well, if you were burning out, why you didn't take no break? If you were burning mm-hmm. out, why you didn't tell nobody? If you was burning mm-hmm. out, why you didn't speak up? Oh, okay. Well, next time I'm going to do all yeah. those things. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> the bingo board.
0: Things. And I'm going to tell you. I done call, said something. Right? Like, and y'all was uh, like, no, I mean, it could just be a be a passing feeling. Maybe you need to do this. And I done did all the things. People, Folks told me I need to change my environment, change the environment. They told me I need to take a break. I took a week Vacation, did a staycation, did a hotel, did face masks, had wine. Nothing. And I repeat, nothing changed. Because the week that I got back, white people started storming the Capitol. So what changed? If anything, yeah. things got progressively worse. Yeah. And I want people to understand that like you the the tools and things that people think are so readily available don't work for everyone. And that's why, and even when I do like my tarot readings and my spiritual work, I mm-hmm. tell people. I can give you like three to five tips based on like what I intuitively feel may work for you or we can get into your birth chart and figure out what astrologically you need. But only you know what works mm-hmm. because, you know, just because your sun sign yeah. is Leo and you love performing and you love musicals. Well, we're in COVID. You can't go and be in a musical. That's not, you know, like that won't fulfill you.
1: Yeah,
0: I can't do I can't do that right. work. Only thing I can do is put a suggestion in the box and you can choose to open the box when you're ready. But it's like, even then, I'm Mm. not in a space to give right now either because I don't know what I need. So we shut them readings down. We was like, okay, if we feel good one day, we will do a couple here and there. But like, we don't feel good. So out of seven days, we don't feel good for five of them. So what do we, you know, where do Mm. we go from here? And it's like, I, I do feel like sometimes I'm quitting, but I can't think like that because there are so many other people who are also like feeling this of like I need to take a break from this job or this um like if, maybe if you have a business like an entrepreneurship type thing mm-hmm. and you don't want to put out a product right. anymore or you know you, you promise people they would have a new a new album or a new mixtape you know whatever it is that you do you promise people yes. a, new, a new youtube video was coming out but it's like if you look at the scope of things that are happening now and you don't have the space you don't have the effort to put into it like it's okay y'all it's fine take a break drake told us we was gonna get an album in january it is april <laughs> like yeah living and drake is living 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 basketball court his space, he's not on twitter reading y'all comments yeah. he's not and i think about that so often i'm like yeah. rihanna don't care that y'all want music so stop asking her. <laughs> She's not on Twitter reading none of y'all little yeah. tweets. She's not reading your Instagram comments. She's chilling. She's walking around like doing whatever she needs to do because that is what's work for. That's her self-care. So when y'all are constantly telling people, oh, give me another this. Give me another episode. Like when you're constantly being like, you know, the Chuck E. Cheese machine that take all the tickets and it be like, <laughs> That's y'all consuming the content. And it's like, I love that. I love that. And I'm grateful for that. But also keep in mind that we are people. And it's just yeah. it's not like we gotta set boundaries yeah. with other people, but we also need to set it with ourselves. Yeah. So I want to know from Absolutely. you what tips can we, um, you know, can we all try <laughs> like as a collective? Because I'm willing to work on this with y'all listeners. Like, how can we set better boundaries within us? Oh, why do you
1: want those?
0: Stop being dishonest
1: to ourselves about what we need, Yeah, about what we need and why we need it. Right. So if, you know, I'm going to use you, you know, I need more time um, for self-care. OK. Beautiful. What is the boundary around that? Is the boundary that, you know, I won't get on any social media or take any calls? between the hours of 6 a.m. and, you know, 8.30 a.m., right? Like, what is that boundary? And if that is the boundary, great. Be consistent and stick to it and don't say, oh, I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. No, you're not. (laughs) No, you're not. You're lying to yourself, right? You're being dishonest because the expectation and the boundary was for Mm -hmm. an entire week, right? And so if that's the expectation, if that's, the boundaries set in place, be consistent with it, um, but also know the importance of why you're doing it, you know, because um, a lot of times we'll do certain things when we hear about how great it is um, in regards, you know, to, hmm, for instance, it was like, oh, I'm going to give up meat, right? Um, I'm not going to eat meat, you know, five days out the week or whatever. And it's like, okay, because eating meat is not good for you but you don't know any other reasons why it's not good. So that can easily turn into, well, it's Mm -hmm. not good. Maybe, I mean, sometimes it's not good, right? And so I I think about having knowledge and awareness around why we're actually doing it and why we're actually creating a, a boundary around these things, right? Like what's the harm that it's doing to us so we can keep that in the back of our mind when someone either tries to overstep our boundary, or when we um, aren't willing to kind of uphold that boundary. Does that make sense? Is that clear? Okay, okay. I just want to make sure I'm not speaking in circles. Um, And so, you know, and this is, I think that's so important because as a people we change, I mean, our brain shift, you know, it's one extreme to the next extreme to the next extreme to the next step to the next step to the next step. So we're constantly readjusting to life and we're getting thrown off or constantly in a, a mm-hmm. state of transition, right? And so with boundaries, we have to know why it's either beneficial, yeah, why it's beneficial to us um, and how if we don't keep it set, how it can be detrimental mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if not having self-care interrupts our mental health to the you know to the point that you're unable to get out of bed or to the point that you know you're unable to hold conversations with others or what i need to know that to know ooh self-care is something that i have to do in order to be myself you know my best self um or meditation is something i have to do first thing in the morning to be my, my best self. And so the boundary is I am going to um, be consistent and I'm going to set um, boundaries around this activity of what I'm going to do. So before I can uh, look at social media or talk to anyone, I must yes. meditate. Ooh, oh, saying no to certain things that do not yes. benefit you. Yeah, that, you know, That is really important. And like I said, it is, you know, easier said than done, right? But um, it goes back to that knowledge and that awareness of why it is detrimental to you um, and why you want to keep it away from you at all times. And that's people, that's places, that's behaviors, that's patterns, that's right. Why is it detrimental to you? Like what, like the truth, the truth um why is that family member hazardous to your health
0: why um and as we talk about boundaries i also want to talk about checking in because i feel like something that i um haven't really like still haven't found the groove of is like find the balance of checking in with people and seeing how they were doing and encouraging them to like know that this is a space where they mm-hmm. can talk but then also allowing myself to share back 'Cause I, I think whenever I check in, I'm like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. What's good with you? And then they're like, yes, yeah, so what about you? And I'm like, I'm good, thanks. Um <laughs> so how do we do you mm-hmm. have any any ways that we can encourage others to speak up while also um figuring out how we can make it okay for us to share too? It's a bit loaded, so I'll give you a second mm-hmm. to think about it, but
1: Yeah. I think check-in looks differently for each kind of friend or family member mm-hmm. or colleague, right? So I I, I want to be clear that it's okay that every check-in, you are not spilling how you're feeling to each individual. Um and so I think that may be kind of like the expectation of like, you know, we, you know, we that, you know, mm-hmm. that check-in was a bit surface. Um, so I'm not doing something right. It's like, no, every, you may have, you know, th- you, you will have different relationships or different friends. And so for the ones that you're really close with and tend to be vulnerable with, those are the ones that um, you, you know, you kind of speak up more. So when encouraging that, it may be um, for those folks that may tend to kind of withhold um, it may be easier to check in with someone first and see how they're doing. And as they start to explain, where you're like, "Okay, whew, okay, I'm not by myself here. I'm going to share <laughs> little by little." Um, how was your day? Instead of saying good thing, um, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. Okay, well, what what makes it not the best? Okay, well, feeling a bit burned out with my boss,
0: with mm-hmm. this job, uh,
1: with this right. And so the challenge is that you don't for the folks that you trust that you don't go to your, you know, innate responses mm-hmm. of good, fine, you know, but you know, saying that, hey, I'm gonna reach out to my girl, the one that always has my back, and I'm gonna really challenge myself to check in. And you can premise it like, hey girl, this is a check-in, not a check-in, mm-hmm. right? So you all can have like code words or like certain phrases. Where they know, okay, these mm-hmm. needs a real yep. check-in. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to accept your surface answers. I'm going to challenge you because we have that kind of relationship and that kind of rapport. So I'm, I'm going to. So it'll be great for those, like I said, that you trust to even have like phrases or have certain understandings with each other that, hey, when we check in we really push each other to talk about what's in fact happening Mm -hmm. to them emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. We we really push that, but you may talk to your colleague and say, Hey girl, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. All right. That's okay. Everyone is not going to be your person Mm -hmm. and going to be a part of your tribe. Yeah. So that, that is okay. Um, you know, the, the challenge is to talk to those that, to be vulnerable with those that you trust, um, and to really kind of dive in to what's going on, um, emotionally, because, um, a lot of us have that friend that's like, even though you may be surfaced, they're like, yep. yeah, you need to go talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, you need to go talk to, me. I have that friend that's like, I'm saying it normal, like yeah, I'm still grieving really bad. I couldn't get out of bed. Um, yep, not normal. Um, yep, you need to go talk to somebody, right? That's like yep. If you're saying that really like casual, but no, we're not, we're not. And so, um, getting back into therapy, um, after my grandmother passed, was really my best friend that was like, mm, yeah, nope, go speak to someone. Nope, not taking it go speak with them right and i was like you're (laughs) all over it i'll call like i will call someone like you text me all the time like i'm you know and so again like speaking to those that you trust in your tribe and you know having um those vulnerable moments uh, although you know kind of scary sometimes um you feel so much better when you release it and you find mm-hmm. out that I'm not
0: in this alone. Yeah, and by that's myself, exactly it. You know? But I and and you hit the nail on the head too with like having certain friends for different things. I think people think that's bad. Um, but it's like not everybody creates an environment that you feel safe and that's okay. I mean, maybe y'all didn't get there yet. There's mm-hmm. there's people that cool. I have known for several years, but I just don't think that they could handle some of the emotional things that I experience. But then there's some friends who really been through it and yeah. and 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 they've conquered it, and so yeah. it's like I feel more safe expressing it to them, but that's okay, like everybody has a different place, and that doesn't make one friend greater than the other. It's yeah. like if you're really fun and exciting and we turn up and we don't talk about sad things, I need you some days. If you're the friend who is yeah like if you and I yeah. have the our moments where we we're emotional, we get in our shit, we're sad, but then we both get out of it together, or we both help mm-hmm. each other and be accountable for like maybe a a better morning routine or whatever we do affirmations together it's like that's okay that doesn't make you like my emotional support dog or like whatever some of the jokes i've been seeing on twitter are about that it's like no Mm -hmm. we help each other out of these moments so i think that that is really important to say like sometimes you can't check in with certain. some people can't check in with me because they you know maybe they don't want to hear love and light or maybe they don't want me to be honest about what they're experiencing Mm -hmm. and, and tell and give them the real shit like hey you this is how you need to be accountable. Like you point the finger at them, turn it back. Around. You know, some people can't handle different parts of me on different days and that's okay. And I just hope that you find someone that you can talk to at that moment. Like it don't have to be me. I'm good. At first from a place of ego, I was like, no, you you should be coming to me. They, y'all should be telling me. No, y'all don't have to tell me. Y'all don't have to ask me for advice. You don't have to let me in certain times, but just let me know you're alive. Let me know that, you know, you are talking to someone about what you're experiencing. And we good. Just let me know that you oh, are yeah. right. If you need yeah. a bagel, I will yeah. send you five dollars via Cash App. You can go get you a bagel. You can even <laughs> put cream cheese on top. What do you need? I will be there. Like I, I send people. My one friend said she was yeah. sad. I was like, you want some cookies? Here, here's a Cash App ten dollars. Go get you some cookies, and that and that was how I showed up because she didn't feel oh, comfortable yeah. talking to me about what was yeah. going on emotionally and what was going on mentally. That's fine hit have a cookie and talk to somebody else while you're eating the cookie. Like whatever you need. I think it's just for me, it's like taking creative approaches and and learning different friends and what's going to make them happy. If you're Mm -hmm. having a bad day and you know, and I know you Mm -hmm. love candles, I'm going to send you a candle. I got eight dollars. I could pay for shipping. I could do that. (laughs) Like whatever you even if you don't tell me <laughs> I what you, love need, I, you, you have to kind of like know a little bit um about what someone wants and if you don't have money like get creative mail somebody a letter I had a friend write me a letter and that made me smile because <laughs> I was like that is so intentional wow. and thoughtful and you the stamp it, it, I, don't, I don't even know how much stamps cost but it could It couldn't have cost her more than a dollar to send that but that brought me joy
1: yeah, no, you it's know it's
0: like 40, okay. 40 okay. Cents. Where I have stamps so I got a book of stamps I still I look know, stuff <laughs> like that it's like you took 10 <laughs> minutes probably and, and 40 cents to send me something 10 minutes and 40 cents is all it took instead of texting me be like how are you you wrote me a letter and I have the letter and I read it sometimes I'm like hey girl how you doing you know and I got I ain't had no stamp to write back but <laughs> but I'm gonna get on that I'm gonna get on that that's just not how <laughs> I respond So, you know what? I (laughs) sent her a bottle of wine and that's what works. (laughs) For me, I find the joy in being like, what is the most creative way I could like really make somebody's day right now? Because that's some days that's what I need. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, let me give it to somebody else. And And I don't even have to get it back. That's okay. Like when you spread love, you don't even have to get it back. Like, that's cool. That's cool, too. So I just, you got to be creative. And I think that that helps me mentally, too. I'm like, oh, she really enjoyed them cookies. She put it on her Insta story. She wanted the girlies to, all she do is post in close friends, but she mainstoried that. Okay, Lolo, I see you, girl. (laughs) And I love, I live for it. I live for the fact that that was like a small way of me doing something big for someone. And I think that when people do it to me, I'm like able to receive it better. I think too, because I'm like, you really try. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so lastly, I want to know do you have any other um advice or affirmations uh for anyone listening? Because we did talk a lot of heavy stuff and this may um kind of bring up some feelings for the listeners. So how can we just encourage them to keep going? I
1: know yourself. that has been um the biggest gift I have given to myself. It's to find peace within me, um, to find love and joy and excitement in who I am. And um you find that you're never willing to give that to anyone else, right? No one can break that, break into that home. Nobody, Mm-mm, this is secure. This is secure. And, um, you know, I'm learning that life in my opi- in my opinion is just reacquainting yourself with you and getting to know who you are um and what brings you joy and uh what makes you smile um and you know i want us to get away from believing that that always comes from um outside of ourselves Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. because it starts within because it starts within um and think about that it has to start within because if within you are angry or discontent uh someone else can't make that can't change that someone else can't bring you joy if internally Mm -hmm. you're not happy right so it all starts from within it all of it does um and so i've you know, I've left home at 18 to start school, so I had a lot of alone time from that moment on, because I never went back home, to <laughs> so be honest with you. Um, I never uh, went to live, you know what I mean, when I say go back home, <laughs> my people are listening, like, what? Uh, I definitely visit, I definitely visit my family, but I'm from California, um, and now i in, in Baltimore, Maryland, but you know, I just bounced around from schools and degrees and I met my husband, and we you know, and so you know I had a lot of time with mm-hmm. being on my own by myself a lot of time that I was like, girl, <laughs> right, I'm all you got, so hello, but going I'm not going anywhere so right, and so I had to learn that you know who like this this vessel the spirit this soul is beautiful and it is everything i ever needed and so i you know had to go on a self-exploration mm-hmm. journey to really to really find that and to really breathe that and now in a position to help others discover who they are right and find the beauty of who they are and explore their various identities, and all of it, what we don't have to make ourselves wrong about it, right, and I did this, so I'm bad, or I experienced this, and I, okay, so we're going to find meaning, we're going to find meaning, but we're going to get away from the self-blame, because that at does all. not serve you, that does not serve you at all, and, you know, it it just you know this is i i I have a new and better um love for for this life that i'm living um and you know i just want us to be more intentional Mm -hmm. be more intentional about it Um, because you're here for a reason you're listening for a reason you've been chosen for a reason and so it's really our turn to say okay you know how do i continue this dream of my ancestors because I am their continued dream. So how do it? I continue it? My affirmation is that I will learn to trust my inner knowing mm. more than my inner critic. Sure. Yeah. That came to me two yeah. days ago in a meditation and I was like, oh this is for love. I am going to absolutely save this. We know everything we need to know and we
0: have to trust that more than our doubts and insecurities. Mm. Wow. That was an excellent note to end on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this time. I know you're busy. I know you got your schedule going and I just, I'm just so blessed to have had an hour of your time. This is so amazing. So profound. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, even me listening, I'm, I'm taking that break. It's shaking the table. We are on hiatus and that's okay. Yeah. If we cannot return. So I, I left this session with something and I hope all of you out there listening you you really understand and you relate to this as well like we got to do better and we will do better we're going to trust our inner knowing we got this
1: Ooh. yes we got this thank you love for having me this was amazing oh this was great okay. i needed it this, this. This, this was, was killing.
0: a moment Woo! this bitch is shaking the table